This is the Sales IQ Podcast. I'm your host, Luigi Prestidenti, and each week we'll be going on a journey that will inspire you, motivate you, and help you be the best sales professional you can be. Our focus will be on mindset, tactics, and the strategies that will enable you to create more pipeline and win more deals. Welcome to the first episode of the Sales IQ podcast for 2022. I hope you all had an amazing time over Christmas with your family, friends, whatever you decided to get up to. Um, I know I did. Uh, I've taken a couple of weeks off. I'm back to work next week. I thoroughly enjoyed spending time with my family, hanging out with my kids, doing a lot of just different fun stuff. Um, It's been awesome. I'm still away. I'm in the sunny Gold Coast, which is in Queensland, Australia. Um, Enjoyed going to the beach, going for runs, eating some burgers, uh, just doing a whole range of things with my kids, which has been really great to fill that cup. It's also been awesome to disconnect. And I think in a world where we can get so busy, it's really important that we take some time for ourselves. Um, I've been on LinkedIn bugger all only a couple of times in the last two weeks. Um, haven't done pretty much any work apart from yeah, you know, a couple of podcast uh, recordings here or there. Um, but it's been a really great time um, to give myself that, that energy, just replenish the energy levels because 2022 is a year of abundance. And you heard me talk about this leading up to Christmas that setting goals, really thinking about the mindset required to be successful this year starts with with, with ourselves, right? And again, I'm looking at 2022, that, that word abundance. Um, there, are, there are an incredible amount of opportunities out there and I'm going to be choosing to focus on the opportunities and focus on what's possible. And it all starts with mindset. It all starts with the goal setting piece. I want to thank some of you um, for sending over some pictures of your vision boards um, and sending me uh, some of the goals that you're focused on this year. Um, please, if you're open to share, for those of you who haven't, share them with me. Send them across. Send me a note on LinkedIn. Send me an email, um, luigi at salesiqgroup.com. Send it across. Um, it's an amazing feeling when you develop a vision board or you put together a goal and you've got an action plan and you share it with others. It's the impact of that can be amazing. It's actually some research that shows that if you talk about the goal with other people, the chances of that goal coming to life actually increases. So don't be afraid to share it, um, not just with me, with any of the people that are important in your life. As I said, I'm really excited about what 2022 is going to deliver. Um, And this month, the the whole recipe, the whole um, purpose of this month on the Sales IQ podcast is all about building that foundation that's going to help you spring to be the best you can be this year. And we've got an incredible lineup of guests, which are going to bring energy. They're going to bring energy. They're going to bring some tactics and some strategies that can enable you to have the belief so that you can achieve what's important to you in 2022. And we're going to have a webinar later this month, which is going to be all around how you can build that foundation, how you can build that, not just that mindset, but the objectives that will help you achieve and not just achieve, but exceed the targets that you're working on. So we've got some great guests, we've got a webinar, and we're also going to release an ebook towards the end of January and early February for you all that will have some real tips techniques and some strategies that you can work through 
to make 2022 your best year yet. This podcast is brought to you by the Create Pipeline program from Sales IQ Global. This program will equip you with the skills, tools, and confidence to run an outbound strategy so you can generate more qualified opportunities and close more deals. Hear what Alice from DocuSign has been able to achieve since joining the program and our incredible community. So my name's Alice and um, I work at DocuSign as an EBR. And the, the reason I started Sales IQ was because I really needed that, that guidance and that training to make sure that the outreach that I was doing was hitting the nail on the head. So I was lucky enough to, to start the program um, early on in, in this role. And um, since then I've been pretty successful and last quarter I finished on 185%. So have, um, have seen some huge results by adopting the principles. Our next cohort is starting soon. So to learn more, go to www.salesiqglobal.com. Or if you have a team of sellers, talk to us about our in-house offering. Control your pipeline, control your destiny with Sales IQ. And this week's guest is going to bring some energy. His actual title is Chief Energy Officer. He's an international keynote speaker. Larry Long Jr. has worked in revenue-related roles for a number of years, quota carrier, and also managed a number of sales teams. So he's going to bring a lot of energy. He's going to bring um, a real focus on the belief that is required to be the best you can be. So be ready to be taken on a journey. Be ready to really feel that energy and start 2022 the way it should be feeling positive, feeling motivated, and feeling energetic about what's possible. Welcome to the show, Larry. Hey, what's going on, Luigi? Happy to be here. Happy New Year. (laughs) Mate, I'm pumped. I mean, you're halfway across the world and I can feel the energy coming through my computer, man. So thank you so much for being a guest on our podcast today. Oh, no doubt. I hope my energy comes through, but I hope I keep my droplets to myself, if you know what I mean. (laughs) That's right, man. We're going to be COVID safe, COVID safe. But mate, I'm really pumped because it's the start of 2022. And for many sellers, 2021, even 2020 um, was quite a challenging year for many. Uh, You know, I I read an article from from Gartner that said... (laughs) a ridiculously low amount of people hit target. So there was a lot of people that went through the year not meeting their objectives. So I really can't wait to get into this episode and talk about what sellers can do to start the year with a bang and make 2022 great again. Oh, I love it. You're talking, you're right up my alley, Luigi. <laughs> now, I I know this sounds hokey and there's going to be some people that say, eh, I don't quite believe it, but I do. It all starts right here with your heart and with your head and your belief. And believe you me, there's a ton of external factors. There always are. But I mean, we're going through circumstances. But if you're a seller and you want to have success, you've got to number one, believe in yourself and believe in your product, in your solution, in your value. That's the start. Now, of course, you got to set crystal clear goals. You got to put together a work back plan, an action plan, a game plan that you're going to execute on. You got to be flexible, but without that belief, good luck. Wow, I mean, that is, that is an amazing way to start this podcast, I think, 
instead of focusing on the result of 2022 and the outcome that you're looking to achieve, start by focusing within and really think about the intrinsic motivators that allow us to reach our full potential. So I think that's a great way to start the podcast, Larry. And before we get into some of the things that sellers can do to really arm themselves with the right level, that, that foundation that can help elevate them this year, we'd love to learn a bit more about you, mate, because you've had, you've been a quota carrier pretty much your entire career. You've managed some incredibly large scaled sales teams across a variety of different functions. So just give us a sort of, you know, the, the quick intro to, to Larry Long Jr. Come on now, Larry Long Jr. I played baseball at university, tried out professionally. I got cut. They said, hey, don't let the door hit you where the good Lord splits you. Did some <laughs> IT consulting, wasn't passionate about it. It wasn't, I just didn't, it didn't give me joy. It didn't give me fulfillment. Opened an indoor baseball softball academy. We ran out of cash. No cash, no business. That's when I got in the cold calling $150 a day to CPAs and accountants. And I learned that, hey, just reading off of a script, any robot can do that. When I shared my story of being a failed business owner and I was able to touch them right here in their heart, that's when I had success. When I showed that I cared, not just about them, but also their clients, that's when I was able to break through. So essentially, I've worked for companies selling the medical practices, selling the product managers, selling e-commerce software, you name it. But most recently, I, I went out on my own. I'm now a motivational, inspirational, most importantly, transformational keynote speaker. I'm a coach that works with sales organizations, sales leaders to help them take their game to that next level. That is an incredible, powerful lift, elevator pitch, man. And I think the fact that you've come from that, like you said, that rejection, that place of rejection, right? You went to become a pro baseball player. It didn't work out, but then you pivoted. Didn't find something you were really passionate about to start with, but then found your passion. It's just a testament to the mindset that you've taken into your career. Um, we'd love to know, I mean, you get to work with you know, hundreds of people across a variety of different organizations around the world. When we think about the top performers, what are some of the characteristics that really separate them from everyone else? Yeah, when I look at the difference between those that are great and those that are good, it's very similar to athletics. Mm. It's from within. I mean, they're, uh, for the most part, they're all running the same plays, but it's really the, the micro, it's the, the, the little details, as well as it's that extra oomph. It's that internal yeah. belief where when you can say it with confidence, you might be saying the exact same thing as, as your mate to your left and to your right, but it's how you're saying it. It's how that belief is transferred. And when I look at the definition of sales, I believe number one, it's a transfer of energy. Yeah. And you don't have to have off the wall energy, dynamite like me, <laughs> but you better have some sort of juice. You better have some sort of belief that comes through, not just in what you're saying, but how you're saying it. Number two, you've got to be a matchmaker. So you've got to ask the questions to find out what problems are the prospects trying to solve? What are their hopes, their dreams, their aspirations, their, their challenges? 
And how do you fit into that? Because if not, then you're just pitching the same vanilla thing to each and every person when everyone's needs, everyone's wants and desires are different. The best sellers, they're really able to tailor and customize their message to the problems that are trying to be solved. Whereas the others are just kind of going down. They're running that same play regardless. Survey says, nah. <laughs> But this is, this is really interesting, right? Because I think we all know, you know, I've got some incredibly, incredible books. I mean, Ogamandino's book sitting there, it's, it's a ridiculously old book, right? We all know it. I've got um, <laughs> so many mindset books, Napoleon Hill, um, I've even got Paul J. Meyer uh, uh, and content from Earl Nightingale, you know, in places in my, in, in my office. Really, the, the concepts of mindset and hasn't really changed, right? We kind of, all of us know what we need to do to be successful, what we need to do to really set the foundations for success. But yet very few people take the time, like you said, we all use the same plays. All the tactics are the same cold calling, emailing, cadences, structures, discovery questions, right? Customization, customization, AI, yeah. you name it. We're all, we're all it's doing all We all know what we're supposed to be doing. But then you look at a team and go, well, why is it that, you know, I coach a guy who works for a very big, you know, tech company in Australia, DocuSign, incredibly high performer, yet other people running the same type of plays are kind of down below. And the thing that does separate them is his, his, his perspective. It's his mindset. It's the way in which he looks at situations with his prospects and thinks, okay, how can I help this person really think about what's happening in their world and flip the narrative? So why is it that what, – what do you think is the reason that stops sellers from really making their mindset a daily focus and be relentless in their pursuit to making sure that's their number one focus every day? Luigi, it's human nature. Life is tough. There's a reason why life is a four letter word. And I'll give you the ABCs and I'll actually, I'll throw in a bonus. The A is action. So we yeah. all know, but do we put it into action? I'm guilty of this. My mm. doctor told me, Larry, you got to cut down on the fried foods. I said, hey doc, what time is it? It's bow time. We got a place here called Bojangles, fried chicken and biscuits. I just had it this morning. Now I'm trying to cut down, but that action, my action speaks so loud. I can't hear what you're saying. That's what my mom used to say. Also accountability. Who's yeah. your accountability partner? Who's holding your feet to the fire? If you're your own accountability partner, watch out now. I'm going to pray for you. Good luck. Yeah. The, the B right there is belief, which we touched on before. Everyone knows that. Yeah. The C is care. People can smell BS from a mile away. If you don't really care about your prospects, about your clients, you're not gonna have success in the long run. Or if you do, ooh, you, yeah. must, you must have that magic juju. I'm gonna give you the D and this is a bonus. Discipline, doing the right thing. And we all know that we should work on our mindset. Think and grow rich. I just went through a mastermind, think and grow rich. We can all read it, but what you gonna do about it? Will you have the discipline to actually do it and execute? Yeah. That's the E and then the F is fun. You gotta have fun. If you don't have fun, no one around you is going to have fun. They're going to say, eh, I can't mess with this with this sales rep. So you, you, this is really good, right? I think because if you take it back a step, what the couple of things that you've identified are really important. You've got to take action. 
But in order to take action, there's got to be a level of discipline. And in order to get that discipline in place, somebody's got to be holding you accountable. So you've got to have that accountability, buddy, because you're right. That self-motivation can be very difficult to be constantly on. And I think if we think back about the last two years, that working from home, as much of people saying, it's fantastic, employees are being flexible. For me, Larry, there's nothing better than being on the floor with other sales pros, hearing the way they talk, getting the energy from somebody that's booked a meeting or they've done a deal and they're like pumped. You feel that enthusiasm, man, and you're like, yes, it's going to help me push my next call in or you know, keep going because I've had a, a possibly had a shit thing happen with a previous customer. And also it helps me build capability. I remember the first day on a call center that I worked, you know, like very young age, man, 18, it was kind of like the boiler room, right? Just rows of desks, phones, no dialers, just the pads, touch pads. But I, I picked up all my objection handling techniques, my pitch statement from everyone else in the room. I was listening going, man, that sounds pretty good. I'm going to give that a go. Oh, actually, I'm not going to say that because, you know, that's that's really disingenuous, right? So I think, you know, what the things that you're talking about, I think out of, out of everything that I've just heard, I think that accountability piece is probably the most important that I see because I know that I felt some really bad habits kick in for myself. Um and so, you know, getting myself a coach back in fitness, for example, was a big thing for me because it allowed you, you me to- You just read go. my mind, Luigi, because I was just about to talk about the gym. If you're on the bench press and you're doing it by yourself, you're going to limit yourself mm. to 225. Yeah, I'll do it three <laughs> times. If you have someone spotting, hey, yeah. let's take this up to 265. And they're like, come on, Larry, let's go. <laughs> oh, you can rep that thing out five times. You never would have thunk that you could have gotten there. Now it's the same, it's very similar when it comes to sales. Like you said, you're learning yeah. from others. You're feeding off of that energy. If you have a competitive spirit, you're trying to make sure that you show and prove that you're the best that's out there, but also helping others to pull them up. It's that teamwork, which makes the dream work. It's all those factors and that yeah. discipline that's so tough. When you're isolated on an island, having that discipline to do what you're supposed to do, when you're supposed to do it, day in and day out, yeah, makes a world of difference. And it's really the little things, and I just wrote a book. I wrote a chapter in a book. The little things are really the big things. <laughs> but you're right, yeah, because when you think of a goal planning sheet, I mean, I've got a goal planning sheet from Paul J. Meyer that I use. And it's got the big goal at the top, but the key to the, that's only three lines. The key to the goal is the second page, which has all the action steps, right? And without those action steps, the goal is essentially too hard to be achieved. I don't know if you're a sailor, but that's your compass. I don't know if you've ever sailed without a compass, but that's like having that goal yeah. without the second sheet. Where are you going? You're going to end up in Antarctica. You're going to end up in the South Pole <laughs> chilling with Santa Claus. <laughs> you know, nobody's ever made me laugh this much in a podcast, man. I've done 170 of these, so this is pretty good. But, mate, so we've, I think this is really good because for many salads are probably coming back. They've eaten a bit too much turkey over Christmas, drank a few many beers, a few too many beers. 
you know, come back a little bit slow, right? Hopefully some of my podcasts have, have inspired them to at least think about their plan of attack going into 2022 because I've, I've been on this sort of talk track for the last four weeks that planning for 2022 should occur at the back end of 2021. But just in case that message hasn't cut, cut through, you know, your message is really, really clear. Ac action, accountability, and that discipline. Um, if you haven't been used to having somebody hold you accountable, or actually, let me flip this question. Where do you see the biggest barrier that stops a person taking that accountability piece from a negative to a positive? Because many can actually find a negative in the accountability. Like what can sellers do if, if they're looking at it going, well, you holding me accountable is a negative thing, right? How do they flip it? It's that perspective. And yeah, yeah. I can find a negative in anything, but I can also find a positive in anything. Yeah. And I know history has proven that there's, there's not many successful people that did it all by themselves. Mm. You look at the most successful people, they have coaches, they have mentors, they have many mentors, they have partners. Uh, that assist them along the way. If you're going to try to do it all on yourself, good luck. You might be successful, but when you have a team, when you have cheerleaders, Hercules, Hercules supporting <laughs> you, when you have buddies and buddettes that are picking you up and kicking you in the behind saying, hey, step your game up. Now you've got to elevate your game. You've got to bring it day in and day out. If you don't have that, Ooh, it is tough. It's a lot tougher than it needs to be. And I use the analogy, I don't climb mountains. But if I were, you better be, you better believe I'm going to have a Sherpa, someone who's already been down that path, someone who can say, hey, Larry, you're going to zig. Uh-uh, that'll get you killed. You need to zag. It's the same thing in this sales world. So I encourage people, number one, document your plan. Yeah. Like you said, what's the big goal and what's the game plan? After you document it, go ahead and get a team. And the team can just be one person. Get a coach, a mentor, get a colleague that you can serve as an accountability partner. And they can be your accountability partner and say, hey, let's go get this big goal. But we know that we've got to do these things every day every week, every month, every quarter, if we even want to have a chance, it doesn't guarantee that we're going to get the big yeah. goal, but I want to give myself the best chance. Yeah, that's great advice. And I think, because I think the other challenge that, and I, and I resonate with this, right, is that often what we find is, you know, a, a, a manager will come to you and say, hey, you're not performing. I've got to put you on a performance improvement plan. They're not really coaching for performance. They're coaching out of necessity, right? And Again, I think for me, I see that as a massive gap with sales teams and that the other thing is that the high performers often don't get the coaching because their manager's spending time on the low performers, right? So they're not getting the level of coaching that they need to even accelerate. And we know 80% will come from the top 20% of their performers, right? So obviously what this is taking us down a path of is the importance of finding a coach or an accountability buddy. If you haven't gone down that path before, Larry, what are some of the characteristics that a great coach exhibits so that if a seller is going to go down and go, hey, I want a coach. Hey, I want to get Larry to maybe, or so whoever, what should they be looking for in a great coach to give them confidence that this is going to be a great investment for themselves? Coaching is all about fit. It's just like sales. You've got to yep. find the best fit for you and what you're looking for. And I always encourage, ask the tough questions. 
for me, I'm looking for a coach who cares. Yeah. I'm looking for a coach that has some level of experience and it doesn't have to be in the same industry, but I want someone who's had some level of success. But what I found is that sometimes the best coaches aren't always the best players. Mm -hmm. We see it in sales where the sales leaders were the top reps and they were able to get it done themselves. I call them yeah. me monsters, but they don't <laughs> care about anyone else. They're not able to transfer yeah. how they did it and what they did to others. And there's a huge disconnect. I work with sales leaders and so many times to be a good leader, you've got to care about others more than you care about yourself, which is that's tough. That's called being selfless. That, that's yeah. like being a parent right there. So, I mean, the best coaches are really those that that actually, I call it the give a damn factor. Do you give a damn about other people? And if you do, show me what you're working with. What do your actions say? So many people say, hey, I care about other people. But then I look at their actions and it's selfish. It's not selfless. Yeah. They're not investing the time, the energy, the resources. They're not asking the questions and actually listening to each mm. of their reps. Every rep is different. Luigi, what are your goals? What are your priorities? Yeah. What's important to you? Where do you want to get to short term and long term? And then how can I best support you? Who can I rally around to get you where you want to go? So many times those yeah. conversations never happen. Yeah, this is gold. And I think just almost as gold as your microphone. But I think I think um, the other thing I've picked up from what you're saying for any seller trying to turn 2022 in an incredible year is I love the way that you're painting a picture of creating an environment, people around you that are going to pull you up, not just a coach, but actually getting cheerleaders, that support, because you're right, you can't achieve like I, I, I'm a big soccer fan or, or football, but you know, I call it soccer in parts of the world. And I've heard Alex Ferguson, who would coach Man United through an incredible era. And the, the things that you just spoke about then were the way that his players described him. Yeah. A nurturer, a supporter. They all had the right environment to be able to be the best they can be. And what I'm hearing from you is that that's the type of environment sellers need to create for themselves. So this is incredible advice, Larry. And, Absolutely critical. And I, I just emceed an event with, with Sir Arsene Wenger of Arsenal. I, I don't know who your team is. But but I was jealous when I saw about, that, man. Yeah, he talked about how do you get all these egos? I mean, he had some of the best players. How do you get them all together? And he shared it really comes from that care, from you yeah. showing the players through your action, you showing your teammates through your actions that you really care about them and the success of the org as well as their individual yeah. success. It's no different. There's so many times that le leadership is not a title. Leadership yeah. is really your actions. There are so many times that there's folks that have leadership titles, they're not leading anything. And then on the, on the opposite side, there's folks that don't have the titles that are the true leaders within an organization. Yeah. You know, you know what I love about this, Larry, like, and again, I, when I saw that, you know, you were going to be in an event, Arsene Wenger. I mean, my son's a massive Gunners fan, Arsenal fan. But the thing that I, I love about Arsene Wenger, and I, I, I use this for in a sales example, he didn't have the best crop. He, had, he didn't have as much cash as the competitors, right? But what he did do with the people that he had, he brought the best out of them. He turned them into the best. And I say this to say to a sales team, 
just because you've got the best tech stack doesn't mean you're the best sales pro. You might have all the tools, but you're not doing enough to bring your best self to the equation. So all the tools are doing is amplifying what you're not doing, right? And I've seen the best, the absolute best sale. Like, like I coach somebody, he's 180% above quarter, another 150% above, above um, his target this quarter. And everybody else is using their sales engagement tool to send mass at scale. He's not. He's doing a disciplined approach every single day and he's achieving incredible results, right? All right. I went back to my notes and here goes what I got from Arsene Wenger's yes. uh, discussion. The importance of values. Mm. Uh, what don't you tolerate? Uh, where are those areas for improvement constantly? I mean, I, I equate it to Kobe Bryant's Mamba mentality, yeah. dedication, confidence. And then uh, he said, optimist, being an optimist, and having optimism, that belief, which was amazing. And if I, I could be wrong, but he was a Frenchman coming over to the English Premier League. <laughs> so he had everything going against him. And to have the success that he had, oh, he was doing something right. Absolutely. But but those, those you know, that those, those notes that you just shared then, that's not just for leaders. That's for anyone. Like, they're things that we can all go, I need that internal belief system. This is what I love about Jim Rohn, right? He talked about... Don't worry about the result because the result is an outcome of your attitudes. And it goes right back to your inner belief system, your values that drive that certain attitude, right? And that drives your behavior, which ultimately is the emotion that drives to help you achieve the result through the actions that you take. So I think what you've just said, shared then is, is incredibly powerful for sellers to really think about, hey, before I go... I need to do a mill, two, 10, whatever. I need to be first focusing on self. And that's my biggest takeaway from this podcast today. And Larry, I just want to ask you, because I know that we're coming to a point of end here, but I just want to ask you, you're the inner belief. You can feel your passion. You can feel your energy. I would love to hear a quick story from you of a time where things weren't going to plan. And how did you use that inner belief to really shift your mindset. Oh man, I pulled out the bat. Uh, I started <laughs> off my baseball career one one hit in 24 at bats. It doesn't take a math major to know that's sorry. That'll get you sitting on the bench. What position are you playing, Larry? Left out. I remember calling my father, who was a sportsman. He he was a long jumper, triple jumper. He said, "How you feel, little Larry?" I said, "I feel terrible." I don't belong in Division I baseball at the college level. I definitely don't belong in the ACC. It's a great conference. And uh, my dad jumped through that phone. He said, boy, we don't ever talk like that. We don't believe like that. Because if you have that belief, you're never going to have success. You have no chance. He said, get back to the drawing board, meaning get back on the tee and practice your form. But more importantly, you got to get your mind right. He said, with that crazy belief, with those crazy words that you're talking, you have no chance. So essentially listening to my father, because he threw in some choice four-letter words. I got back to the drawing board. I did a little exercise that I did when I was younger. We moved around a lot. My mom, we would say our prayer at night. She would make me stand in the middle of the room, hands above my head, and I would have to say 10 times out loud, I am somebody. When you put that in the universe, when you yeah. say it and you believe it, 
It's absolutely amazing. That turned around my freshman year baseball. I ended up batting 289, 319 in conference, four-year starter, record holder at Division One. Just uh, amazing. And it was really, you talked about Jim Rohn. Jim Rohn said, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Be careful who your company is. Mm. Because if you're around negative Nancys and negative Nellies, uh-oh, chances are you're going to be negative. When you're around positive folks that are getting after, that are inspiring, that are encouraging, you now have a chance. So that's that's my uh, my story yeah. going from from uh, from down in the dumps, yeah. started from the bottom, now we're here. Yeah, that's awesome. And, you know, for many sellers going into 2022, they're going to be going to their SKOs. And I'm going to, I'm going to encourage everyone, listen to this episode, because what you've just brought to the table today is probably the best advice any seller, anyone that's looking to get the best out of 2022 can actually take on board and say, hey, I am good enough, right? I'm looking in the mirror. I see more than good enough in the mirror, right? I have great potential and I can be the best I can be. I've just got to take action and I've got to identify that the, yeah, sure, there are things that aren't going to go to plan, but I'm going to create the right environment for me to have the right people to elevate me, to support me. And also before this episode, you said something before we started pressing record, tell me stuff that I don't want to know, right? Slap me on the wrist to say, Hey, (laughs) right. You know, you got to get it done, get it done. Stop delaying it. Stop procrastinating. And again, this is where that accountability piece comes into play, right? Because we all need people to help us. So Larry, I just want to say, mate, I, I, I've engaging with your content on LinkedIn. I've never sat there, personally met you in a face-to-face environment, but your content, the energy has, has an impact, a positive impact on me every single time I engage with it. So I want to say thank you for the contribution you make to our community, man. It's a big world, but it's a small world. And the contribution you make is helping people every day. So I want to say thanks very much for what you do for our profession. Yeah, I appreciate that. That means more than you'll ever know. I'm absolutely privileged and I'm honored to be on your show and for the opportunity to just share some insights to your listeners. Thank you. No worries, Larry. And I want to say thanks for coming on the Sales IQ podcast. And for all our listeners, it has been a couple of challenging last couple of years, but 2022 is an incredible opportunity if we choose to take action and if we choose to bring the right perspective, mindset, and attitude, and know that, you know what, things aren't always going to go to plan, but guess what? I've got the right foundation in place that if it doesn't go to plan, I can pivot and make it be the best I can be. This show has been recorded remotely, produced by Sales IQ Global, audio editing and music production by Stefan Maliati, show notes by Victoria Matheson, and graphic design by Julie Marshall. Don't forget to leave a rating and review on your podcast player. And if you want to find more about the programs we offer at Sales IQ, head to www.salesiqglobal.com.